from Lubbock Community Theater. This is Five Tool Places. Thank you, Thank five. You five. LCT's Five Till Places. Uh, I am Jed, and I've got guests in here with me. And um, this time we will arbitrarily start on the right. <laughs> Why don't you introduce <laughs> yourself and tell us who you are? Hooray! <laughs> uh, my name is Justin Kral. Um, I am a, uh, a fight director, stage combat instructor, and stunt actor. Uh, and I'm graduating, or just graduated, depending on how you are timeline wise. That makes sense. So much sense. back in time to listen Uh, to this. I'm a graduate of uh, Texas Tech University. I have a master's in uh, performance and pedagogy. Hi, um, I'm Abby Wolfsmith. I am a, uh, I'll be starting my second year um, at Texas Tech as a MA uh, in theater. And I am a jack of all trades when it comes to theater, but I am incepting into the world of fight direction and instruction. Nice. And, uh, <laughs> sorry, you, you listed your name as Wolf Smith, and I, that put into mind someone who, like, forges wolves with a hammer. You know, stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, uh, my, my, uh, Maiden name is Wolf, and my, my husband. Oh no, I, I totally knew what you so meant. I knew like, what you yeah. meant, but you no, put those words together. To I know, like, like it sounds really yeah. cool. There's yeah. totally been like 50 wolves. Yeah, like, they're like running around. So if you bases. see the wolves <laughs> running around Lubbock, that was me. I've been trying to stop being friends with her because there's like 12 wolves. Like, just pop up with wolves. It makes your performances very difficult because she's missing her cues because she's back here forging wolves. Wolves, yeah. you know. She just, she just walks around and like poops them out every like five minutes. This is what you came here yep. to talk about. Yep. <laughs> oh no, it's it's gotten the the Rocky Horror podcast was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, how fight direction? Let's talk about what what that is, what that entails. That's. Uh... Yep. You go on stage and you punch people in the face. Yeah, that's how you do it. Do it. All right, thanks for joining us, everybody. Safely as possible. We, yeah, so <laughs> you could just like usually the best course of action is ask if somebody has real experience fighting and have have them figure something out. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I think um, the, I like the summary of everybody's been forced to read Romeo and Juliet um, as, you know, high school students or something like that. Um, and that was, I actually did go back to my alma mater um, mm-hmm. to choreograph uh, the uh, rapier fights and, uh, you know, some different scuffles and stuff. Um, and so the, the fight directors are the people that come into shows like that, um, whether it be a couple of like elaborate sword fights or a stage fall or a slap. It can be mm-hmm. something simple or you know something extreme uh, and make it safe for the actors, but also make them look good doing it. Right. Um, safe and sustainable, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so that you could perform it, whether it's a single night performance or weeks or Broadway does things for years. Uh, mm-hmm. And even one of my instructors um, was a Broadway uh, fight choreographer for Leo Schreiber in uh, Dangerous Liaisons. Oh, nice. Um, so, like, there's, it can be, and, that, and in that case, it's, you're performing for, like, upwards of a year longer. So you really need to have something that conveys the violence to the audience, um, but in a sustainable, repeatable way. So that there's, like, yeah, it's going to take something energy-wise out of you, 
um, but you want it to be safe and repeatable. Uh, and the same is like you can just flip it for film is like we might need to do this take, you know, dozens of times. Can you yeah. can you do this fall over and over? You yeah, know, yeah. That kind of thing. And that is something that that has to be kind of a fundamental to to teaching these is, is just how to fall down. That's yeah. <laughs> well, and like uh, Lubbock doesn't get it as much, but I grew up in Kansas City, uh, mm-hmm. and Justin grew up in New York, uh, upstate, uh, and we we grew up where ice actually happens. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, I, I'll tell you what, like since uh, learning how to fall for stage combat has saved me multiple times when I've started to tumble of making sure that I distribute my weight <laughs> very well to <laughs> avoid. Uh, worse injuries than what happened other than it was yeah. just embarrassing to fall down but yeah but yeah no it's um and a lot of times you don't think about that especially if you haven't had fight directors like as part of your culture within like mm-hmm. a, a theater group of knowing that like not every actor has like you're not always going to have the luxury of having actors who have stage combat training. Yeah. So sometimes it's like making sure that you have somebody who can come in and even if it's just consulting on a fall, it's really important um, to make sure that everybody involved is safe uh, in the process. Yeah. And I love teaching falls because like, like you said about, you know, maybe you, you catch some ice. It's like that one thing that's like, like when we think of stage combat, we think of fight scenes. Mm-hmm. It's like one skill that's like a great solo skill to have. Um, and there's also a stay- saying in stage combat of like the attack is an illusion, the violence is an illusion, but the, the defense is real. Um, and so that's like, like you really have to have your sword at a, the proper angled parry. Um, you know, even, the, uh, even though the other person is supposed to be coordinating with you, you yeah. want your defense to be on point. There's a joke there. That's 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 a that's a that's a pun for for theatrical <laughs> sword fighting that no one will get unless you do it. <laughs> but but I bet if if I related it to ballet like on point, then then they would get it. Yeah. So eat your heart out, ballet Lubbock. Yeah, oh my um, goodness. But uh, but anyways, like falling on stage is one of those things that I've I've loved learning and teaching. Um, just because it's that fun thing, like you slip on the road and like. That's it's that one thing that's that's got some uh, definite crossover between like stage performance and actual martial arts is like mm-hmm. learning how to fall and how to disperse your weight and the principles of like controlling your body instinctually as you fall down, um, you know. And I, I remember even at the basic level like there was um, there was somebody I did an independent film with and they were a very young college student and they were like oh yeah I, I absolutely know how to fall. Um, and, and they were talking about how they were, quote, great at stage combat, and I asked them if they'd ever taken a lesson, and they said no. Uh, and then they threw themselves down on the ground uh, demonstrating a stage fall, and I said, you kicked my shin on the way. Did you know that? And they said, no, I'm so sorry. And I said, it's totally okay, except the fact that you didn't know that was concerning, yeah. uh, which means that they had no idea where their body was in space and time. Right. Um, and like if I were to fall in a show, I would fall a similar way every time so that I knew where my body was um, going to be, right? Because you might even have to navigate into a specific s- space or you might have to fall around people, yeah. um, that kind of thing. So just having that spatial awareness and the ability to like hit the ground hard and just be okay is fun. Yeah. There's a, a 
going off of that, there's within stage combat, there's this really just unique bond that you build with your scene partners, especially when you end up doing it for long periods of time. Like Justin and I become really, really good friends because of how much uh, we've done um, both stage combat and uh, martial training together, like doing sparring. We box together, which has been very helpful for me as mm. um, as a fight director, actually having martial training um, makes a huge difference because you can feel like uh, pretty cool doing stage combat, but until you get popped in the nose um, or kicked in the stomach, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you. Uh, it's that's my kind of one of my favorite things uh, when I'm working with actors. I can tell who has been hit in the face before, um, and I'll be able to be like, I'm glad you don't know what this feels like. Right. Let me help you <laughs> get through this. But um, <laughs> but there's there's a special relationship. It's it's also with with dance partners that that you find that that you have to have an enormous amount of trust in somebody to like swing a giant sword at you or mm. be um trust that they aren't gonna clock you with it or like that. you know yeah yeah and there, there's like certain things like if you're doing a choke or like an yeah. eye gouge scene like you you're getting up in people's business um so it, it you do like build this um trust between your scene partner and then like when you do it for a long period of time like um how Justin and I have trained together or when we were working on your thesis production, um, seeing actor combatants form that bond with each other is really cool and it's something that you really don't see in other parts of yeah. the theater. When you see them start to like, um, like we talked about um, with this this thesis production that we're talking about and had like an elongated um process a little bit because nobody in the area or at our school had like we had a small stage combat class but but largely wasn't available to most people in terms of just just anything like i mm. I, I i taught it as a graduate in, instructor of records so it's, it's not exactly <laughs> been like a foundation of our program for a while or anything like that mm. so i was happy to have a couple of students but, but largely nobody in the area had stage combat training so we made up for that by having like a longer rehearsal period and, and training a lot of that and trying to train people as we develop stuff, which was hugely challenging. However, towards the end, showing that growth of people just being like, oh, we need, to, it's not going to work if we do it this way, but if, it, if we just adjust this, this will solve our problem with X, Y, and Z and like talking yeah. to each other and talking through the communication um, of like, like safety checkpoints and talking, uh, with each other as partners, seeing that growth is beautiful, and seeing it uh, in in the sense of like it's a dance and everybody's dance mm-hmm. partners, um, you know. And at the end of the day, we're we're a team, um, yeah. Like that is is awesome. That is also what I love about stage combat um, is it is is unique. It feels like a unique bond uh, with you and your fellow performers. Yeah, and it it was so, so cycles which was Justin's uh, thesis, it was a device piece. So mm-hmm. with, with devising, we had no script going into this. We had um, a concept of um, Justin really enjoying uh, roguelike video games. Um, <laughs> and, um, and and yeah, so like that was kind of like, and, and stage combat. He was yeah. like, I like these video games and stage combat. So we, so asa- well, we <laughs> essentially, we had an inspiration for structure yeah. and we had um, an idea for a world 
Um, and essentially it was cycles, like the title may suggest, is essentially everybody on like this death loop kind of thing um, in this world. Um, sort of, sort of uh, in the visuals of like, seen Stranger Things like the Upside Down mm-hmm. um, like that's kind of what the world is like and people have and the fun thing that we did here is is we led with action and so we, there, it was a lot of action right off the bat mm-hmm. um, and we did not have dialogue right away we didn't even have explanation or exposition right away mm-hmm. it was just people fighting and dying um, and just <laughs> seeing that repetition hit until you saw somebody eventually win a fight like in by like it was mostly dying for a little while and then yeah. eventually somebody wins a fight and they go in and they see something different and they see this this haunted looking couple um, that that are just in a in a pose ready to dance and that was actually a part Abby played um, I've always had a fascination with um, dance and like combative movement kind of like ebbing and flowing together mm-hmm. um, this 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 one was supposed to be like a little bit of a, a haunting thing, but even in my uh, wedding, me and my wife had a sword dance, or like a, a sword <laughs> nice. fight as part of our dance. In another show that I've done, I did a tango takedown uh-huh. uh, sequence and stuff. So this, yeah, is, I think, uh, the storytelling yeah. is is amazing. Yeah, your dance with Steph was a lot nicer than what I got to do with my spouse. So Justin lucked out because he got um, a married couple as part of his devising team um, who were like, yeah, let's do the show too. So um, my husband Ben and I uh, were the knife dancers. Um, so we uh, got to do a total of four scenes that were us, like with the first one, he killed me. The second one, I killed him, and then the third one, we killed each other, but then came back and killed the other person. Um, and, then, and then the fourth <laughs> one, spoilers, we get the knife taken away from us, and you see that the relationship is um, uh, mended between them. Because it's a, um, you often see like the um, re, like abusive relationships depicted mm-hmm. in stage, but um, the goal with this one was to show that there was um, conflict within the relationship. Um, that were like different external things, but when external things are brought into something, you can end up hurting your mm-hmm. partner. Um, but when that external thing was taken away, there was able to be reconciliation. It was really beautiful to get to tell that story um, with very, like no written dialogue. There was like some minimal ad-libbing from the third party that was involved in the scene. But um, the whole goal of Cycles was to tell a story with little to no dialogue. The dialogue really, I would argue that we could take away any scene, or almost anything, except for our music master scene. Take away, <laughs> yeah. take away those scenes um, of dialogue and we still tell the story and the audience still understand it. Um, and uh, what was funny was to see the audience kind of learn the etiquette of the show. Because mm. um, Dr. Gelber, uh, your thesis chair, uh, he told us afterwards, he was so sweet about it, he was like, oh, it was kind of like watching watching professional wrestling. <laughs> because, like, you wanted, uh, like, the first 15 minutes of the show, the audience was kind of like, what do we, what do we do? Do we clap? Because it was just, like, constant violence, and all of us backstage were like, okay, is the audience going to get into it? But there was this one encounter um, that was a boxing scene uh, between um, two of the undergrad performers, uh, Jackson and Chris. They were 
those two guys grew so much working on this scene because they had three boxing scenes that they did. And that first boxing scene, uh, some of their friends were in the audience and they lit up watching <laughs> this. And that's when the audience kind of clicked in and were like, oh, we're going to vocalize along with you. And then it just became yeah. really, really fun to perform. And that's when everybody was like, okay, now we understand the etiquette. Because, I mean, modern theater etiquette, we come and we sit in a dark room and we clap when the lights go out where somebody sings a big song. Yeah. Um, and, and that's it. And if you if you have any outward vocals throughout the show, you're it can be seen as rude or whatever. But with this, we were like, no. Work alongside us. Yeah. Like, this is this is a collaborative um it also piece. has some elements like a horror movie, and horror movies are also a place like when you're in a packed audience in a horror movie, sometimes the fun of that is having people react together <laughs> to the awful like there's, things that they're yeah, seeing. Yeah, there's that know? like serotonin or dopamine or chemical release or whatever the hell they call it. Um, <laughs> and you know, when everybody's there's that, that bonding of everybody being freaked out together, yeah, you know, then maybe yeah. some idiot cracks a joke and everybody's like, I'm not scared, yeah, um, yeah. You totally are. Um, I gotta think. I feel like that feeling right there is the entire impetus of why anybody does like Titus Andronicus or. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah. <laughs> or like I saw, I saw King Lear in undergrad, and that was the first time I saw an eye gouge on stage. Uh, and that's a good one. they were really cool because they had the guy sitting upstage, uh, facing upstage, who was getting his eyes gouged out, and they had like a syringe that they like oh. squirted. Oh, it was so cool. Um, but it was so uncomfortable to watch, but still so cool. But when you're the person on stage doing that and the audience is going, oh, God. It is like, so yes. satisfying. Because so, I got to be that person yeah. in cycles. <laughs> yep, and we had, and I, I got to sit, and we had two different audiences. It was, it was packed the second performance, um, but they were a little bit more, they were quieter, but I was sitting amongst them and I heard them saying specific things. So they were still vocalizing, but they were just whispering to each other. The other audience before was more overtly loud, but one of the whispers was that um, eye gouge um, in a scene that you were in, um, and, and we had worked on that eye gouge and had you elongate your reaction to it and sit in that pain and take a little bit longer to die. And that, like, I remember after a couple of seconds, then a girl in the row behind me started to squirm and go, oh, no, no, I can't, I can't. <laughs> and just, just have those, like, and, like, that's that's that beautiful, like, we got ya moment. Yeah. Like, and I, <laughs> and I remember going backstage and telling you as, as soon as I could after we were done with the show, I'm like, yeah, you killed him. Well, it, felt, <laughs> it felt great. Um, and, like, that's the thing with, we, we as a culture um, are very into like action-based film and mm -hmm. something that I am pursuing with my thesis work and then hopeful, hopefully PhD um, research um, is this idea of action theater as a genre because uh, with film, we, we as theater artists did basically everything before film except catching on to this action genre mm. like that's something that film ran with and yeah. like we um something as a theater practitioner that i my goal is being part of like a potential like movement of like getting on top of this gold mine that is action theater because there are so many film um stunt performers that would thrive within this theatrical genre and like 
getting to bridge that gap between theatrical stage combat artists and film uh, stunt actors is, I think, pretty vital in like kind of unifying um, that because there can kind of be stage combat theatrical performers have kind of given us a bad name in film at times <laughs> where they're like, oh yeah, I can do this, but then they're terrible to work with. Right. Um, so kind of being part of this culture shift of being like, yeah, no, we can we can work well together. Yeah, um, and then there are wonderful actor combatants that that have trained a bunch in stage combat, but there's so there's not as many shows that emphasize and really yeah. push like the movement or the action. Um, but there are companies that are extremely physically driven, like like um, like extreme dance companies yeah, or like Palabolus, yeah, Palabolus and. And, and just like unique um, physical theater companies like there's push physical theater in, in New York um, and uh, everybody's like enamored with sleep no more mm-hmm. are we doing we still on battery <laughs> <That's> <laughs> um, there's a like yeah punch drunk is a is a devising company that is um, just about like doing theater that is different yep. and immersive um, and the idea that like with cycles we still had like the the traditional experience of coming and sitting down in the audience but like we through our physical performance we encourage participation it's like the the idea that um the the audience is a participant within theater that's that's the unique thing about theater you cannot have theater without that communication with the Mm -hmm. audience Mm -hmm. um so with this this action theater genre it's it's okay for us to be having more outward participation with each other um which is what i I think it's really cool that we got to do from the ground up with cycles of devising um and uh we we've joked about like other um potential show ideas that we we were we've been wanting to do and there's um I would love to do another process where we like started from the ground up, but then there's the potential of like, okay, well, what if we have like a pretty minimal script and then we build from there? Right. Um, <clears throat> part of the nice thing, and, and um, because like like I, as part of my playwriting class, I wrote Cyber Skunk, um, and that I, it would be a dream to see it on stage, but it is so demanding from what I've written in terms of <laughs> like like somebody was like, well, what if you just like wrote like somebody asked you know well can you cast non-fighting actors in certain roles and i said no because literally every single character in that show fights um and um anyways i digress writing that script was a phenomenal experience but the advantage for us in devising was for us to track the elements as they were created so yeah. that we could ne- we knew that it was and it was a huge undertaking. We did have high standards um, for ourselves, but still we knew that everything was being kept within our grasp. Like um, like knowing the amount of people that we had. Well, and and I even I really liked even the way the dialogue scenes turned out. I know it's not the forefront um, of the show in the regard of movement, but the fun part about the way we did dialogue. That, those are fun days. Um, yeah, that was that was a really cool <laughs> thing. So Justin wrote out like chunks of lines, like mm. just like had a word document that had the different things. Yeah. But then he numbered them, and then we cut them up, 
and laid them out on the floor and people could grab them and it was so cool because we were like talking with each other it was the actors who did it and i i assistant directed this but i also was an actor combatant in it so of us all talking about like okay what have our goals been as these people who are trapped in this basically i mean the the best way to describe it is kind of like this this hellscape that's like what this void of like violence and that that you're stuck in um Mm -hmm. and so like what what have our goals been and like our tactics of of trying to survive this um so getting to work alongside um the majority of them being undergrads who were underclassmen um like my my husband and i were the only grad students performing in the piece and so getting to work with um younger actors was really cool with that process of picking our lines and then there would be times where some of us would be like well no you would say this line and and um and getting because we all got to know each other really well throughout that and i i think i think the solution of writing out a few pages of dialogue but not assigning who and cutting them up and being like what calls to your characters and having the cast discuss it collaboratively versus like a script like Cyberskunk, which I wrote to be a fight show, but I wrote all, like I conceived everything, the characters, the dialogue, everything ahead of time. And so there, like I could make a team and then know exactly what I need versus like, we're not writing the dialogue right away. Um, However, it worked really well because like I could write the arc of like the emotional journey but then still have people um have the ability to be like this one fits me yeah which is nice so i i didn't like i remember having that moment of like how are we gonna finish writing this if we don't know like who's gonna say what and then i'm like oh i'll just write it and then not like and then they'll pick the lines instead of I write the lines for them. I write the lines, and then they just pick which ones they like. Yeah. And it and the 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 product was fantastic. Yeah, it was a it was an extremely unique um, way of going about um, doing really pivotal scenes in the show because we did it with we did this twice. Um, mm-hmm. Once, like after a group of us got beat up really badly by this big boss character, and then the final scene um, and. Uh, that that was a process that I would love to do it again. So I, I think within uh, this action theater genre, that there's so many opportunities for creating um, new work that um, that can go into like more of if you had a film background of like how do you what do you bring to the table with this? Or if you are um, someone who's really into devising, we can do this. Or if you are a traditional playwright, like we we have that opportunity to bring. Um, that to the table so it's just it's exciting I feel like we're on the verge of something that's yeah that's like my new. original actually my uh, you said film which is fun and I think I remember uh, you might remember talking about this with me in the early stages when I I originally wanted to have something that spliced use of projections and filmed footage mm, in yeah. between it um, and like think about the way that we could do that with a story like struct, like uh, like cycles where you're exploring this nightmarish world and then you go into a different room with a certain event 
maybe that's the transition into the film or or, or vice yeah. versa. Yeah. Uh, or even with just different like type of staging, the way we could do this with like different, you know, I don't know, site specific stuff. I digress. But I do. I want <laughs> to. I think there's so much room to play with this genre of action theater, uh, which um, we're talking about it. Like it's new and it isn't. It isn't because nobody talks about it. Nobody set, identifies it. They know action movies, but yeah. really, if you think back, like Three Musketeers was a fight show. Yeah, and that is yeah. a classical yeah, yeah. theater example. Um, but yeah, and Shakespeare, like yeah. almost all of his pieces, have some kind of violence in it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> but Three Musketeers is unique in that it is it is like a fight show. Like mm-hmm. like Shakespeare, you can't do that without violence. And then Three Musketeers is like like the closest they'd get to like an action movie for back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, but we're gonna have violence like most of the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, that show is all about sword fights. Yeah. 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 Um, and you see you see there's so many actor combatants that are unutilized uh, in their training. Um, and a lot of people end up going the route of film because um, there's some financial struggle busing in the theatrical world. And to kind of uh, not, not, not shine the greatest light on our industry, but even a lot of uh, like, like we're we like to be yes people as as actors, and we like to do everything, uh, and that includes doing everything, uh, and then even considering like free or cheap, uh, and fight directors who've even in certain areas like shot themselves in the feet before by, yeah. um, like the fact is is martial arts training, um, and and stage combat and stunts especially if you go the route of certification yep Uh, all of it takes risk both financially and literally physically Um, (laughs) I have a torn labrum in my shoulder from training I trained in China um, at a Kung Fu Academy for a year Um, and the stage combat intensives of training for you know six to eight hours a day uh, for, (laughs) for weeks on end um, yeah. All of that stuff costs a lot of money. Uh, the equipment costs a lot of money. Um, and then you'll get like fight directors that just want to work. And so they'll say, let's do a storefront theater company. Like, yeah, I'll do this for you know a few hundred dollars or whatever. Uh, and eventually they get burnt out and they stop doing it. Um, or they can't afford to keep up their training. Or they just realize that they, if they just went the route of movies and just stuck with that, then they can make ends meet. Um, and they, so they so dive their concentration. Say, support local artists, because <laughs> we want to work, but we also need to feed ourselves yep. and yeah. live. <laughs> For sure. And we had the excuse with this, with this show we're talking about, we had the excuse of like, oh, we're under the banner of education. So yeah. Yeah. You know, I was comfortable taking a certain educational loss financially, you're talking about, um, when I purchased the, the props and stuff. Um, but... This, is, this might be a good way of, of the value of education. Uh, speaking of props and stuff that I have, yeah. we do have a workshop that we're offering coming up Yes, um, to prepare you for the ability to take on roles in fight shows like Cycles or just shows with lots of stage combat in them, yeah. such as what's in this season coming up. Yeah, so um, I, I personally will be uh, doing fight direction for Play That Goes Wrong. Oh, I'm, um, I'm auditioning for that show. I am so excited it about it. Is a riot and full of stunts and combat. Mm -hmm. Um, Beauty and the Beast, which is a personal favorite of mine, was one of the last shows I um, directed and got to uh, fight direct before moving from Kansas City to here. Um, So I'm very excited about that one. 
Um, and then Mousetrap uh, does have some violence throughout it. Yeah. And Kinky Boots actually has a, um, one of the songs is a boxing, a uh, very stylish boxing scene. So um, this show, this season is packed full of violence within the shows, <laughs> um, some more than others. But um, Justin and I will be offering a um, intensive in July. Um, it'll be July 10th through the 15th, the Monday through Friday, we'll be um, offering two intensives, one from one to four uh, for single sword, and um, another one from six to 9 p.m. that is unarmed uh, stage combat with a little bit of uh, knife introduction. Um, So that Monday through Friday, there are those two offerings. You can either take one or you can take both. Um, and then, but then that Saturday, we are going to do a performance uh, with both of the uh, classes, uh, so people can see what they've been learning. It gives the uh, actor uh, combatants a chance to perform, uh, which really, I mean, it makes a huge difference performing. Yeah, combat. for sure. Yeah, um, and so having having like to, the ability to practice in front of each other in an extended audience um, is super valuable and. Uh, it's it, to, to have an opportunity to train like this when we've done things like traveling to different countries yeah. <laughs> to, to train um, and I, I've even had when I when I taught in New York I've had people travel like six hours from actually the the <laughs> pet peeve that I have about New York City I did have people from New York City travel to where I live in New York state it's a state. It's <laughs> not just a city. differentiation. Um, but yeah, I, I, some it, it is worth it, and it is it is one of those things that's such a rare part of theater that it is worth it to travel a few hours for, um, let alone like going to Canada for Fight Directors Canada or whatever. Um, and uh, we are helping with the value aside from making it something locally available. Um, is if there's two components to it and so there's there's different ways you can mitigate cost because uh, we're having a, a dual sign up discount like $25 off if you sign up to both yeah. you do both, um, both and if you classes, do an yeah. early registration uh, you can get uh, an additional $25 off um, and so for for one weapon uh, or discipline it would be $125 but if you sign up in advance, which also helps me out track your numbers <laughs> right. because yes. I will be going back to Atlanta after this uh, and will be coming back to teach this workshop and clear out the rest of my materials from my apartment. <laughs> uh, well, and like, I tell you what, y'all, uh, $100 for a week-long intensive where you're getting 15 hours of training yeah. is a steal compared to what I'm about to pay to go up to Canada. Holy yeah. cow. And, even and you don't even have to go good. to yeah. Canada. It's yeah, you gonna... don't have to go to Canada. Just show up in Lubbock. And um, we, we are offering this for... Um, any student ages 15 and up. So we highly encourage uh, any adults, um, especially if you are an educator in the area who um, is teaching theater um, in one of our local schools. Uh, first of all, God bless you. Second of yeah. all, um, you uh, th- there is yeah. The way we thank like military people, thank you for your service. Can we, we do that for like teachers and education? Yeah. Yes. Like for okay, real. if you're if you're a hall monitor or like. An administrator in the office to to a teacher to the school nurse. Thank you for your service. Yes, Very, y'all, yes. y'all are the real MVPs. Um, yeah, no, we th- th- these these opinions do reflect the opinions of Lubbock Community Theater. Uh, yes. We'll go ahead and say. Yeah, we um th- this is something um that is 
an extremely affordable uh, option for, for y'all to get training to empower you to make sure that your students are safe within your um, classrooms. Uh, with, with the the shows, I know that um, a lot of uh, y'all with the, the shows that you have in your season are doing <laughs> massive undertakings with uh, the content of your shows. Um, and uh, as a fellow educator, um, <laughs> any any um, sort of um, empowerment that we can give to you guys through education, we want to be able to give that to you. So local educators, um, directors, um, actors, um, any skill that you can um, attain to make you a better uh, performer um, is vital. I, I've considered myself a jack of all trades within theater for a long time. Um, and every time I pick up a new skill, um, I go back to the fact that it makes me a better performer because it gives me a deeper appreciation for what everybody is doing around me. Um, and uh, as somebody who um, is moving into more um, fight direction for careers, uh, it is great whenever I'm able to work with somebody who even just has a small grasp of what it takes to do stage combat. Um, because it is it is a lot like dance where like you have choreography and you need to make sure that you're having uh, solid communication with your partner. Um, so when I get to work with actors who have even just a little bit of training in that, it makes my job one, so much easier, but then also a lot more <laughs> enjoyable. Yeah, well, there's, and we were, um, we were fortunate to have um, our, our friend Maggie uh, was our stage manager for Cycles and uh, was also in my unarmed class um, and said that she had no interest in, in stage combat, although she, she said she was tempted uh, to perform. So stage combat is so fun that it can make non-performers want to consider performing. Um, <laughs> she was on our devising, our original devising team as well, so she was helping to workshop the early ideas um, and then she helped us as stage manager, and just the conversation that I had with her about like this is going to be great for you because you can go to companies and while you're not the one performing, you having eyes on like stage combat and having mm -hmm. that experience to be able to speak with the fight captain and the fight director about it and the director and the actors is super helpful. And I was I remember sitting in that gratitude of being like she knows exactly what she's watching, she knows like 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 how all of this goes. And I think that was a huge advantage for us. Yeah. And that being the jack of trades um, made me think about that. Like, even though she has this focus of stage management, like this is an adjacent skill that can benefit her. Well, and it's it's something else that's going off of our, our jack of all trades. Our our company that we had for cycles really was a jack of all trades crew. The the core four of us. Um, it was me, Justin, Maggie, and then my husband, Ben. Um, all of us wore many hats for that. Um, <laughs> and something that was really cool is that my, my, um, my husband, Ben, is uh, primarily a voice actor. Um, so something that he was able to contribute, along with doing a really dope job with the sound design for the show, um, was um, he was able to serve as a vocal captain because you don't really think about it until you're doing a show. It's like, there's a lot of vocalization that goes into, you know, being stabbed sure, yeah, or, yeah. or punched or whatever. Um, so being able to um, use these skills to um, contribute to the show as a whole is really helpful. So all that to say, if you're a stage manager, if you're a director, educator, voice actor, um, a light board operator, this is something that you'll benefit from. Uh, <laughs> And honestly, it's a great way to move your body for a few hours and feel cool. I was gonna say, cool. it's just, yeah, it just get some exercise. Also, yeah. <laughs> one of the things that we even tell 
like our intro classes here, like even just intro to acting, is that you don't have to be a Broadway or a Tony or like a, an Oscar winning actor. Like we're just trying to make uh, you more appreciative audience members. Like mm. like you don't have to take an acting class and then immediately like jump into an acting role and be like, this is what I'm doing. This you can just watch movies with a little bit more education. You know, yeah, that can, yeah, that yeah. can it can, and it can just be fun. Like I do like looking at stage combat as something that like as long as you still like take it seriously and be safe, you don't have to have career goals. You could like you know, my my wife is the uh, lighting supervisor for a ballet company, um, and, but she also does ballet for fun. Like, um, and and she's not she's not getting paid to to dance. You know, she does she does their lights, but you can you can I think you can enjoy the arts in different capacities. Um, and I want to train people that want to pursue it as their career, but I also wanted people to be like, hey, I just like doing it um, anywhere in between uh, I remember in my undergraduate there was a, a technical theater major that just enjoyed doing the class so I just took yeah. stage combat for fun yeah. it can exist like that um, and this is also a type of workshop with good traction if we have a good turnout and there's there's good interest with this we can potentially bring in a certifying teacher from flight directors Canada um, to do a bigger workshop and, and get people like certified with like 20 hours experience per yeah. discipline or something like that um, but it's I do think it is a great way to bond with somebody I think it's a it's a blast to do it'll help you appreciate fight scenes more yeah. um, because I, I think there's there's a lot of things that because we're such imagery based humans like we see things and we're like that looks cool I'm gonna I want to do this move on stage because it looks cool, and, and Chris Hemworth did it. And the, oh, the, the, the pardon Winter Soldier when he drops the knife and catches it. Oh, oh God. Um, and stuff like that. Um, but well, really... That's, that's really funny that you say that specific scene, because so stage combat, honestly, was kind of like my gateway into wanting to do theater for the rest of my life when, I was, when I was <laughs> younger. Um, I, I, I remember very distinctly seeing Peter Pan and West Side Story when I was um, 12 and being like, I want to be like those girls because it was a girl playing Peter Pan. Yeah, yeah. And then one of the big girls that I admired uh, was playing anybody's in West Side Story. And I got to have a little cycle moment for myself where I got to play anybody's my <laughs> senior year before going off to undergrad. So that was, that was really cool, um, getting to be one of the big girls that fought. But... Um, the the Winter Soldier fight. My um my buddy uh and one of my one of my best friends who's in Kansas City, uh, Bay. She and I would like make up fight scenes uh, like growing up, and we the Winter Soldier like knife uh drop like we practiced it with spoons uh, to try and uh, make it happen. But like I mean that's a that's the biggest thing that my my goal is a as a female actor combatant and fight director is that I want everyone but like especially young women to to see stage combat and be like I can do that and um help empower um young performers knowing that like you you can be strong and, and do like really cool things on stage um because I had that for, for me growing up, and I, I really hope that I can be um, impactful for somebody like that. And I um, am really grateful for the relationship I've gotten to build with Justin this this academic year because um, 
<laughs> I thought I knew a lot about stage uh, combat. Um, and, and I like, I mean, I knew, I knew some stuff coming in. I, I've been doing it for a while, but like getting really intense um, and, and devoted time to getting better at my craft of learning how to choreograph, but then also like how to partner with somebody. Like I, um, <laughs> I, I trust Justin Crawl with my life. There's a lot of things that we have gotten to do <laughs> together physically that are like, like th this is not just something that you do with a random scene partner. Yeah. Like you, you, building that trust with somebody is really special and, um, and the fact that we punch each other for real. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, I mean, we <laughs> like, kickbox with each other. We throw in mouth guards and kick and punch each other. We train the stuff beyond fight choreography. <laughs> like, like we train like martially together as well. Yeah. Which is just an, an added tier. Um, but yeah, and I, I remember talking to you about about that moment of uh, you said like I didn't know as much as I thought I did, and I related that to a moment when I realized that about myself yeah. as well, and I was like, yeah, that happens. It's okay. <laughs> but I, I think I just saw your knowledge. You just got more specific mm -hmm. in what you could look for in fight choreography because we see like these, and that's then what we tried to impress upon you know our, our students and stuff is like you're looking for specific angles for the, the audience could take a picture of it. Like like it's it's not just a couple of pictures. It's like a flip book. Yeah. You know, is each individual picture telling the right story yeah. along well, the way. Well, and, and the wonderful thing about film is that you only have one perspective, but with theater you have lots, you have like at least a hundred different cameras watching you because like everybody has their own set of eyes that are like different <laughs> angles that yeah. are like, okay, well, um, you have to fight the fight of like, okay, what angle is going to be the best for hopefully everybody um and yeah. uh so that's like the wonderful challenge of stage combat and um i i think what has been a, a real blessing to me uh over the last um several years of, of focusing in on theater my, my undergrad was uh very small um and a, a mighty group but we, we were small and um underfunded and uh, a lot of which you know shocking every, every yeah, right. <laughs> absolutely same shocking. song second verse we're very blessed <laughs> at texas tech to, to have money it's crazy um but um i remember um my my husband and i that's how we met and ben and i were, were the workhorses of our department alongside a few other people and um mike scroggs and jeff stover um, really impressed upon both of us of, of saying that like you get um, you get out of your education what you put into it so we we ended up wearing a lot of hats of like both acting and directing and playwriting and working as technicians and designing um, we got to do it all um, but now I have the luxury of being in a place where I really can focus in on the things that I really enjoy doing and um, like I've done set design for LCT and um, I'll, I'm doing a costume design for um, for a device uh, a work of Frankenstein uh, this mm. next year. But um, but I, and those are like fun things I get to do. But like getting to focus in now on like what I am most passionate about, which is stage combat, is really cool. And um, with getting to connect with Justin uh, at the beginning of this academic year, I was like, oh, I was reminded of that. 12-year-old Abby yeah. who, gets to, <laughs> who gets to now, like, um, gets to go do Fight Directors Canada, which is something that I learned about when I was 13 yeah. and, like, had a friendship with with um, with another uh, 
uh, mentor um, who's who's a good buddy now. Um, uh, so I, it, it was a really fun day when I was able to text Michael Reeser 10 years later be like, hey, uh-huh. I'm going to fight Directors Canada too now. Um, so it, it's... It, I, it's ironic that I got to do a show called Cycles because I'm just seeing a lot of cycles like kind of like come full circle for me yeah. um, this year. Um, it's almost as if we built that show on oh here's sarcastic joke incoming. Uh, <laughs> we did we did build that show on re- relatable uh, concepts. Though. Yeah, and I, and I think th- something that I love about that show and our our use of stage combat to produce action theater. <laughs> that is enough by itself to like be entertainment rather than like stage combat being like we're like we've worked on the secretaries together and that show has very much a, a plot that while is like unmistakably linked with like violent moments and needs a fight director the fight direction isn't the thing by itself. Yeah. Like, it's not at the forefront of the thing. It's about, like, um, 20% violence, 80% dialogue, yep. and other things going yeah. on. Yeah, like, the way, that, the way that a lot of movie, like, like dramatic thrillers are with the ratio of violence to, sure. like, like, we just flipped that, but then we still made it, like, have roots in a meaningful story while even, yeah. like, teasing small bits of exposition, if that, like, um, like... Abby was supportive and, and attended my thesis, um, and I talked about a- action theater as a rare genre um, and my desire to create meaningful spectacle mm-hmm. is a phrase that I love using because we have fireworks shows, we have stunt shows at, uh, and, and dance shows at amusement parks and stuff like that. Um, and, and like stunt shows especially, they have like fight scenes, but then they're done in 20 minutes, and really you just saw something that was like candy. And our show has a crap ton of spectacular action-packed violence in it, but it also has um, moments of, of people emotionally meeting each other uh, where they need to be for the first yeah. time in years. It has, um, like... It's like friends helping each other like get yeah. out of difficult situations. Um, or, or dealing with... Um, we had uh, we had like a music master scene that we called Skid. Very very heavily influenced by Whiplash. Um, <laughs> so if you think of that scene, that's basically what that scene was. Um, except that the encounter, um, the basically the protagonist that we used that we had for that scene, the way that he was able to solve that encounter was helping remove that student from the the abusive situation. Um, which sometimes that's that's the case. It's like the like somebody right. somebody was like, man, I wish that that music teacher had gotten beat up. And they're like, <laughs> in real life, I mean, that's not always what happens. Yeah. Uh, we're like, not there isn't always justice served in the way that we want. But like, if yeah. you are able to remove yourself from a situation or have somebody help you get out of a situation, that you are able to grow and move on. From yeah, that. Um, because we emphasize like. We had this action-packed show, but we also emphasized support system and mm-hmm. um, like so many other themes um, besides just like you know violence itself. And we'd have all these violent scenes, and then we'd have like that scene where the solution was to avoid the violence. Yeah. In, in that case, um, so like I loved our ability to to be a little bit introspective while also like. I, I love entertainment that, that gives you something to chew on right away and like here you'll enjoy this it tastes good 
Um, but then you and you may not care about this, but if you'd like to think about it, it could be nutritionally valuable. Like, mm, yeah. like I, I think anybody can enjoy cycles without thinking about the deeper concepts in it. But then if like it's there, if you want to consider yeah. it, if yeah. a philosophy major is having an ex- existential crisis and they want to come see their show, <laughs> it would be a great opportunity for that. Yeah. Right. right. Well, and the, and the hope is that someday we get to remount this, this show. Um, and then hopefully continue to pursue other, um, avenues of, um, of storytelling through action theater. I mean, my, my dream of dreams is that like, I, I really do want to go get my PhD. Um, but I, my goal as a scholar is to contribute to the, um, theatrical, um, scholarship by writing down what I'm doing in mm-hmm. stage combat. Um, uh, something I've been frustrated with is like looking through academic databases and seeing the like dissertation work on stage combat it's like how they taught their class which is awesome super beneficial to have but like the idea of like how are we why are we telling stories in violent ways like mm-hmm. what is the history of this um why, why are we doing what we're doing and why are we making the choices of like how we stage certain things compared to other things um i think there's a massive hole that I want to be part of helping fill in and like inspiring yeah. more scholarship. Um, but I would love to get my PhD, but then work for a theater company that is action based theater and then continue to do my yeah. research and, and write and, um, but also direct and perform. Like that's, that's the, that's my personal pipe dream. So we'll see <laughs> what happens with that. Um, well, and that I feel like is a, a good place for us to, call it a night uh, I think yeah should we, should we do a last reminder of when yes. the dates the dates in access to how to sign up for this workshop 100% we uh, should we should talk about that is what July 10th through 15th yes the what? 10th through the 14th will be um, the intensive days single sword from 1 to 4 and um, unarmed with a little bit of knife introduction from 6 to 9 p.m. Uh, and on uh, the Saturday the 15th there will be a performance at 7 p.m. with um, both classes getting to work uh, getting to showcase what they've done you can either do one or you can do both of those classes and uh, if you do both there's a slight discount there's involved a discount. Yes. and there's also a discount involved for signing up early which yep. Lubbock yes. we admonish you almost every episode of the show for for that Sign up early. We're yeah. giving you incentives to do it now. Yes. yes June 18th um, is the um, early registration deadline, um, and it works out uh, well for us because uh, Justin will be coming back from Atlanta, and he needs to know how many swords to bring. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's worth, yeah. And that's a good, another good thing. You need not provide uh, even your own sword. We got you covered. Um, but, uh, and then it for the is, unarmed stuff, blast. just... Bring your hands. Bring, bring your hands. Bring your bodies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, this is a and this is a great opportunity for any um, educators, directors, actors in the area. Um, students uh, ages fifteen and up are um, welcome, but we also do highly encourage adults to come um, do this. This is a highly affordable um, fifteen uh, poss- uh, fifteen hours in one training, possibly thirty hours if, if you, you do, do both. both. Like yeah. it, it is. It would be huge. Uh, if you're if you're a teacher that is involved in performing arts in any capacity, whether it be a theater program uh, or, or any acting class or anything uh, or film, 
this is a fantastic thing to get involved in. And this is going to be at the beginner basic level, um, but we it's a great opportunity to even go uh, so that you can ask the teacher, hey, uh, how would you stage a such and such? And I'd be like, oh, then you'd call in, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's a great opportunity, very rare to see this type of training in this area too. Um, and it's better than needing to travel, you know, six hours outside the state or, or to, to Canada. Canada or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's um, and, and just like a final little tidbit from my from my brain. Um, continue to invest in the arts. Um, the the Lubbock uh, Community Theater um, um, community has just been wonderful to to step into over the past few months. Um, Y'all are very generous, giving people continue to to give to artists. We we want to be producing uh, this kind of work and providing education, but we need to eat um, and yes. take care of ourselves. And then, especially after combatants, we need health insurance. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh gosh. Um, yes. And to be able to to um, care and up upkeep our bodies, like our I mean our careers are centered around our bodies of of and that is really important for us to be able to take care of. Um, but yeah, I. Personally, I, I've loved getting to work with um, the Lubbock Community Theater uh, just family that that uh, is in this community. And I'm super looking forward to working with um, y'all this coming year. Um, so, again, this workshop, great way to get to know one of the staff members for a bunch of the shows. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. While I'm moving away, uh, I, I will say... Um, before we close here, uh, Abby's sung my praises um, a couple times already, and I have to say that um, I, I'm kicking myself for, for leaving now because I see um, her involvement with uh, LCT, and I'm, I'm very proud of her and what uh, she can bring this uh, group of people in this community. Um, so I'm, I'm leaving, and Lubbock's in good hands. Final shout out, I want to shout out Maggie, Ben, Chris, Antonio, Mia, Mel, <laughs> Jackson, and Antoine. I got everybody right. That was, that was the whole cast. Uh, <laughs> I hope I got everybody. Um, y'all were wonderful to work with. Life-changing experience, and I hope that we get to play again soon. Where do they see Lubbock uh, Community Theater classes, the website? That is LubbockCommunityTheater.org, and all of that information that we've just been giving you on the podcast is up there on the website as well. You'll be able to sign up for classes there. And um, so, like I said, do it now while spots are still open and so that we can track how many spots we need. Yeah. So, all right, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for being with us. I want to thank everyone who's listening. Uh, my well, I would I was about to thank my co-host, but none of my co-hosts are here. Very good co-hosts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will thank my guests who are in the studio with me today. Uh, and until next time, this has been Five Toe Places. Five Till Places is a production of Lubbock Community Theater. Be sure to follow us on social media for all the latest news and updates surrounding our projects and the goings-on at LCT. Our theme music is Pizza and Video Games by Bonus Points. A link to that artist and their music can be found in the show notes. Look them up. Give them some support. Thanks for being with us this week. And as always, thank you for supporting live theater in the Lubbock, Texas area and beyond. (laughs) 